Hello, everybody, and welcome to Somebody's Mama podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Kendra. And as always, we're so excited to be here. Thank you guys to our loyal listeners. We appreciate you so much. You already know. Hit us with those five stars. Hit us with those reviews. We appreciate it. And can't lie, I'm really excited for today's episode. So let's just get right into it. Kendra, what have you been up to? Um, let's see. So this weekend, my husband was actually out of town for work. So it was me and the kiddos. Nice. Um, this for like the last half of the week. And then um, so Friday we just hung out. Saturday, um, my we picked up my husband from the airport and then um we went to the mall. Y'all know by now Kendon loves to go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like asking me the whole time when daddy comes back can we go to the mall can we hang out can we please go to the mall so we're like okay so um we went and he also always likes to go to red robin and i'm like let's try something different like red robin is not the only restaurant let's try something <laughs> different and um you know kid friendly there's this little diner over there have you ever been to richie's diner uh-uh i haven't even heard of it um it's it's by victoria gardens but it's really cute like um you know like little old school vibe uh diner they have like vintage candy and stuff like that in there um mm. but they have like you know the cute milkshakes and you know it's just a fun little kid vibe so we went there and he's like i want a milkshake and fries he's never had a milkshake before so- <laughs> He was so excited to get it. And I'm like, do you guys have a small size? And they're like, no, of course not. So they give you like the glass, you know, the old school glass and then the extra cup. And so I'm like, he's not going to drink all this, but whatever. So he had three sips and he's like, oh, that was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and I'm done, but this was right. great. I loved it, loved it. Right, when he had a good time, he really liked the vibe. Uh, Bryson enjoyed himself too. He made a big mess, but he had fun. Um, and then Sunday we went to church. Um, and Kendon created plans with his grandmother to go to their house. So he was like, "Mom, I'm going with Grandmommy and Grandfather. Can you put my car seat in their car, please?" I said, "Sure, <laughs> no problem." Say less. Say less. <laughs> So he went with them and uh, me and my husband and Bryson went to brunch. So <laughs> nice. So we had a nice little, um, nice little outing. How about you? How was your weekend? Okay. So last week, my kids got a little sick. Oh. And of course, they passed those germs on to Araya, who ended up getting it the worst. Right. Of course. And then somehow I got a little bit of it. So me and Araya have been holding on for life. Oh. <laughs> While the two older kids are like, uh, yeah, I'm great. Just I'm, I'm pushing through. Your <laughs> systems are a lot stronger. Clearly, because they just had a little sniffy nose and went on about life, right? Right. So they did that. And then over the weekend, we just ran a lot of just little errands um relax my husband went out with one of his friends from northern california was in town so he was with 
them like Saturday afternoon. So we just kind of hung out and relaxed. Um, I've been like really staying consistent with working out. Like that's like my jam right now is just be consistent. And I have been telling my husband like, okay, I'm supposed to burn more calories than what I eat a day in order to lose weight. And I need to burn, you have to burn 3,600 calories in order to lose a pound, right? Mm. And I'm like, Audrey takes my phone. And so I can't actually count my steps and whatnot, you know? Mm -hmm. So when we were running errands, we were on Target. He surprised and bought me a Fitbit. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh my goodness, thank you. Because I just needed something simple that yeah. could yeah like give me that just I just need to track my steps track like I just needed something simple to do that like I really didn't want the Apple watch I just wanted something simple right mm -hmm. and he got it and I was so happy about it and now I've just been on it like crazy yeah and it tells you so much like it tells you I'm I'm late obviously but mm -hmm. I love that it tells you like your sleep pattern mm -hmm. and it's it feels really accurate, you know? Yeah. And I love that it tells me like um, what my steps are, how much calories my body's burning. Because even if you're not working out, your body's still burning calories. Yeah. And so being able to see that, because I feel like with weight loss, like when, so I do cardio, but I also lift, right? And when you lift, you're building muscle. So I've, I've been like really making sure that I don't weigh myself because obviously muscle, muscle weighs more than fat. So something that's always deterred me is like when I start lifting and you start seeing the scale go up and you're like, I'm working hard for it to go down. Why is it going? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I just need something else I can monitor other than than looking at the scale because the scale it just says a number but it doesn't really tell you okay, you know because it's like the muscle weighs more than fat mm -hmm. and uh you can lose inches and not weight you know the watch is really motivating too like when you look down and you like I remember when I first got my up when I first got my apple watch and when you get down to like the, the, you know, towards the end of the day and you only have like a couple more steps you need to burn, they'll be like, if you do a brisk walk for three minutes, you will hit your goal today. Girl, I will be uh, <laughs> like jogging around the island in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> to hit those goals. So it is really motivating just to be able to, to calculate. Like the other day I was vacuuming and I think I burned like, how many, almost like 400 calories just cleaning. I mean, yeah. uh, is it calories? Yeah. Yeah. Just and so um, I get what you're saying. It's like, it's really like, if I forget my watch, I'll be like, oh no, I gotta go back and get it. Like if I'm going walking or something, like, no, I need to go back and get it. <laughs> yeah, especially like, I, it's, it's like, especially like when you look at your numbers and you're like, I'm so close to 10,000 steps today, but- mm -hmm. My kid had my phone for like an hour while I was cleaning. So I probably hit my number and I don't even know. Yeah. And if it's like, if it's not tracked, it doesn't count. So yeah. I, I need to track it. 
<laughs> exactly exactly so yeah that's where i'm at and i've just been trying to stay consistent and um and that's the only problem just stay consistent and bo- burn more calories than what i eat right yeah good girl i'll be seeing you i'll be like mm, i need to go to the gym <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how i've been keep keep going but i'm like you know what just go is just your, go is your gym in your uh, community yeah oh that's, that's nice that's nice i wish i had like something in here too i keep saying i'm gonna go ask my neighbor if i can work out in her um garage because she got a whole setup in there See. i'm like if i could just walk over there you know but yeah that's good there's, there's a boot camp across the street from me mm-hmm. and i'm trying to gear up like like uh my momentum and working out so that i could go to the boot camp yeah because you don't want to be in there gassed out like <laughs> yeah i'm like if uh once i know i could comfortably do 12 3 30 you know what that is uh-uh. once i feel like i can comfortably do 12 3 30 which is um by this youtuber mm-hmm. laura Loraldo or something like that mm-hmm. and you keep the incline at 12 the speed at three mm-hmm. and you do it for 30 minutes oh, okay wow i'm like once i can comfort not comfortably but once i feel like i comfortably can do that then i will do the boot camp mm-hmm. because so far the farthest i've got with that is five minutes girl the struggle <laughs> i'm like a 12 incline <laughs> the 12 incline is not a joke and i'm only on week five so it's taking me five weeks to get up to the five the five minutes and i didn't even start even trying to do it till like a week ago that's good though i mean you're you're still keeping at it i watched girl's video and she did the stairmaster for 15 minutes every day oh wow Forgot how many days she did it and you could literally she took videos every day and you could literally see her back just shrinking and i was like oh i need to do that but i can but i think I i'm scared to, of stairs. i could do it for like i think eight minutes was the longest that i could do it because i was like dying but 15 minutes on the um stairmaster is like an hour on the treadmill really or 45 minutes, something like that. Don't quote me on that. But it maximizes the time. Yeah, I'm so scared of the Stairmaster. Um, and now, now I'll be up all night looking for Stairmaster YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The girl did it on TikTok. And I was like, I need to just go to the gym and do that. And then I could go home. Because <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes, my warm-up, I do a warm-up for 15. And then I lift weights. And then I go back on this other machine for 15 minutes. So 15 minutes, yeah. with AirPods on, will just go by. Yeah, I'm like, you can go to do the Stairmaster and then do your weights and be done. My problem is, I want, I know I'm getting off on a tangent, but I used to go to this really nice gym. And now it's just so far from my house. And I got so used to that one. <laughs> I don't want to go to Planet Fitness, but that's the closest one to my house. <laughs> uh, I used to go, have you ever been to, I think it's called Choose Fitness. Have you ever been there? Yeah. I haven't been there, but I know some people that go to Choose and they really like it. 
It's so nice. They have like this theater room where they have uh, cycling in the front and they have treadmills in the middle and then they have ellipticals in the back. And they literally have show times all day of movies all day. Oh, and wow. Go in there and work out and watch a movie. And then they have like, you know, the circuit training in the middle where it's already on timers and oh. you just rotate machines. The locker room is super nice. There's like a cafe in there we can get protein smoothies oh. the hydro um hydro massage massage chairs you can do tanning if you're into that and it's only oh. like 30 dollars a month oh wow yeah it's super nice it's probably closer to you than it is to me okay. yeah yeah because yeah, it's one pretty that i pass like every day yeah yeah but i'm like oh, i don't know if i want to drive all the way over there but Anywho, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sometimes I forget we're recording. Sorry. I know. Sorry, y'all. But yeah. Okay. So moving on to our mama moments. We have mama moments this week. So I guess it's my turn to go, huh? Yeah. Okay. So, guys, what happened? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, since school has started, Kendon has been complaining about this girl, like, bothering him right right and so it first started off he was just like oh I won't say her name but he's like oh she's so annoying we'll call her Sarah he's like Sarah's so annoying like she's always poking me and she's always touching my stuff and I'm like okay you know just tell her you don't like that tell her you know to give you your personal space and stuff like that so a couple weeks go by he's not really complaining as much and um the teacher asked me to stay after school. I mean, like, like you know, to wait to talk to me. So I'm like, what's going on? So she comes over and I'm thinking he's in trouble or something. And she's like, no, he didn't do anything wrong. She's like, I just want to let you know. Cause okay, a few days before that, he said, there's these four girls and they're always bothering me and they're always chasing me and my friend. And I'm like thinking like, you know, they're little girls. They're probably just like him or whatever. They just, you know, chasing after him, just like him right so um when the teacher uh talked about it I know exactly what the girl she was talking about she was like yeah we had an incident in the cafeteria today um it was a group of four girls and they were harassing all the kids like they were like picking up kids milks and pouring them out so one girl picked up Kendon's juice and poured it all out they were throwing water they were throwing food like they were just out of control oh and so she talked to all their parents that day. I talked to one of the moms because she was standing right there. And she, her daughter was the one who poured the juice out. And so her mom corrected her right in front of us. She made her apologize. She was supposed to bring him another juice, but she didn't. Um, oh. <laughs> you gotta have that juice box. She got till um, September 6th. <laughs> okay, period. So, um, so I'm like, okay, you know, this is just kids being kids, whatever. But then another week goes by and he's still complaining about this same girl. So I'm like, what is going on? So I'm ready. I'm like, we going up to the school. We talking to the mama. Like we are, because the teacher, I'm like, what? You know, she talked to the parents already. Like nothing has happened. The girl's still picking on him. And he's like, and mom, she's bigger than everybody. And so I told, messed around. He told his godmommy. And his godmommy don't play that. And so she was like, you better kick her in the back. 
Back to what back I said. <laughs> she's like, I'm off today. I'm coming up to the school. I'm like, please don't come up to the school. Like, <laughs> oh, bro, it's this whole thing or whatever, because Kenan is telling everybody about it. He didn't tell my mama. He didn't tell everybody about it. So I'm like, I told him yesterday, I was like, no, all weekend I've been practicing because he told me about it on Friday. So all week I've been telling him, like, you need to tell her. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> This is my personal space. I need you to back up. And so he's like saying it. I'm like, no, say it with your chest. Say, back up. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so he's like, mom, that sounds mean. I don't know if I'm going to say it like that. And I'm like, you don't have to be mean, but you need to say it assertively. Say it strong like you mean. Yeah. Not like you're joking because she needs to understand that you're being serious that and I told him I said tell her you're violating as I say violating <laughs> this is the HR family <laughs> yes yes and I'm like say it loud so everyone can hear you yeah yes I'm like where are the teachers when this stuff is happening like the teach, not the teachers but the because the teachers are on lunch break but the um people that are in the lunchroom and on the playground and so um you know, I was telling him, pumping him up all weekend, like this morning, me and my husband went over it with him. We're like, you know, but I'm still going to double down and go up to the school and talk to the mama. So then I go to the school. They got this whole new thing where, sorry, y'all, this is a long story. Going no to <laughs> no school, they have this, I usually park in the red. Now they don't want us to park in the red. They got the police up there. So we can't park in the red. So I get up to the school 30 minutes before he gets out so I can find a parking space and a lady want to mess with me in the parking lot over a parking space. I'm like, what is happening? So I said, you know what? I'm going to let the Lord find my battle today. I'm not going to get out this car and, you know, confront this lady. Okay. Cause she was out of line. <laughs> and so I just sit there. She thinks a parking spot is coming out. The lady's coming out, but I've seen a lady with her lunch bag. I'm like, she just putting her lunch bag in the car. So I'm not going to, fight this lady over this parking spot that really doesn't exist so sure enough she tries to swerve in front of me and I just sit there I stay on my phone or whatever and sure enough the lady gets right back out the car and goes right back into the school so she had to back it on up and get out of the way so and so then when the other parking spots actually come available I politely turned my car on and got in the middle of the lane so she couldn't go around me. Then I got out of my car, flipped my hair, and went to go get my kid, and she was so bad. So, <laughs> and, this is, and this is before school even started? Oh, this is what, during pickup. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was going to say, it was too early for that. No, this is during pickup. So, but I'm already, like geared up to talk to the mom of the girl that's messing with my kid and then I hit with another mom in the parking lot so I'm like what is an atmosphere but like I said the Lord fought my battles on that one you know so I get up there and the girl is gone because I'm sitting here in the parking lot tussling over a parking spot so I didn't even get to talk to the girl's mom or her Oh my goodness. So I just had a mama day. Okay. It was a lot going on. Um, I had to go get me some tea so I could calm down because there's a lot going on. But I did talk to the teacher again. And she said the girl has been removed from the playground. She cannot play on the playground for right now. They have to do some interventions with her because she's not only messing with Kendon and his friend, but other kids as well. Oh, I know it's really sad actually. I was like, dang, the girl ain't getting no yard time. Like, she got to 
<laughs> but I'm also happy that the school is not taking it lightly because I still haven't seen the little girl, but if she is larger than the other kids and she's pushing them and stuff, she could really hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, you know, they're like, we're working on working with her on keeping her hands to herself. But in the meantime, she's not allowed to go on the playground with the other kids because it's been too many mishaps happening or whatever. And so I asked Kendon, I said, how did it go today? Like, did you see her? Did she, you know, she tried you or whatever? He was like, yeah, she did. But I told her, back up. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, I did exactly what you told me to do, mom. I said exactly how you told me to say it. And I said, Well, did it work? Did she keep bothering you? He said, No, she left me alone. I said, See? And then he was like, Can I go get a donut? I'm like, yeah, you get a donut. <laughs> you want chocolate milk? You want hey, get you I'm like, you did your big one today. Like you did what you were supposed to do. Yeah. So, yeah, all that to say, Lord, these kids be bullying in kindergarten. Like we're in kindergarten. This is this is crazy. Yeah, I I ooh, I'm, I I you know I've already told you all my horror stories of kindergarten. Girl, I'm like this is getting too real, too quick. Okay, okay, too real, too quick. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I don't even want to think about kindergarten. I'm sometimes I'm like I gotta do kindergarten two more times. Right, right. It's levels. <laughs> it's so many levels. But don't say I'm gonna go take my TV test. So I can be in this classroom. <laughs> and me and gonna be I'm gonna say her name. Me and Sarah gonna be right here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Once you said that last week, I was like, oh my goodness, I need to sign up to volunteer as well. Yeah. because me and this teacher I, as soon as my son's teacher got picked and as soon as I started to share a little bit about my son's teacher to my husband mm -hmm. he has a lot of experience with teachers and he was like oh she's a hot mess she's a hot mess and I was like she's fine she's it's just the beginning of the year and lately I've been like this is kind of this is this is gonna be a roller coaster <laughs> she's fun though she's fun so yeah that's good Okay, so my mama moment is actually really funny, and I was kind of wondering if I was going to share this or not, but I'm going to share it because it's really funny, okay? <laughs> so um, my husband finally told me this happened. I guess it happened a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. but one weekend I was telling my husband to do something like, hey, when you get a chance, I need you to do this, that, or the other, or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess he muffled under his breath, like, like, oh, like, that's crazy. Like, I don't really want to do that, but I guess I'll do it or something like that. Right. I don't know what I told him to do, <laughs> but evidently under his breath, he was just like, like, I don't feel like doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. I guess my son, Austin, heard him. Uh-huh. And said, Hey, don't talk like that about my mom. I know that's right. Oh, you're gonna get trouble. <laughs> and then he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, I'm gonna let it slide this time. <laughs> he said, I'm gonna let it slide. I'm gonna let it slide. But look, I oh my goodness. I my husband was 
took everything in me not to laugh and give him a tap tap all at the same time. Okay. <laughs> he literally yeah, said, I'm going to let it slide this time. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing. Little boys do not play about their mama. They don't get who it is. And I'm, try- I'm trying to figure out who did he pick this whole I'm going to let it slide thing because a couple of days before that, he had told me about an incident at school and he, he said, don't worry, mom. I told the little girl, uh, I'm going to let it slide this time. I'm like, where, where did you put this? I'm going to let it slide. Whose uncle has he been hanging out with? <laughs> okay, OG, triple OG. Go let it slide. Cool. <laughs> So that's been his new thing right now is like, okay, like I'm gonna let it slide, but <laughs> we we know, I'm like I I just wish I knew where he picked that up at, you know? Hilarious. So yeah, that was my mom moment. I I couldn't believe it. He was like, my husband was like, yeah, it took me a long time to tell you this. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's my boy. <laughs> right. Period. You better have your mama back. I'm crying. Okay. Okay, guys. So we're gonna jump into our topic. You wanna introduce the topic, Nicole? Yes. So this week we're talking about navigating social media with small children. Mm-hmm. And we thought this would be a good topic to talk about because the way social media is set up, the way our kids are using, you know, tablets to learn. And I know my kids play video games and at a young age, they're introduced to all this social media. Like my kids know what tick, my kids know what TikTok is. Mm -hmm. Like my kids ask to be YouTubers, like the whole bit, but we're probably um, the first generation that had social media Mm -hmm. yeah at a younger age yeah and now we're having to you know teach our kids how to navigate into these spaces and even though our um okay my son is seven Kendon is five yeah and then Audrey is four and then obviously even Araya like she's one and a half and she completely understands too. He on YouTube. I'm like the other day, because <laughs> sometimes he doesn't like to watch kids YouTube. He wants to somehow he knows he has more access on regular YouTube to find what he wants. Right. So I heard the the intro song to one of the YouTube bloggers, like a gossip bloggers that I listen to, and I'm like, are you watching? <laughs> what? <laughs> And I guess he liked the music, so he kept rewinding it and playing it over and over again. I said, give me that tablet, boy. Yeah, like, you don't give me that tablet right now. They know how to use everything. Yeah, so it just brings up so many different questions on how to properly do this. And of course, we're not going to get all of it right, but we came up with some of the things that we would like to talk about it. Like, for instance, Kendra. How do you navigate like what to share and what not to share on social media? Like, do you sometimes let him use the big YouTube or only use the kids' YouTube? Yeah, I think it's two parts to this. So as far as like with the kids, like what they can watch and things like that, 
Uh, with Bryson, I do let him use regular YouTube because he doesn't really know how to watch stuff he's not supposed to watch. Like he's not going to click on a video that's inappropriate on purpose and he doesn't use headphones or anything. So I can always hear what he's watching. Um, so I kind of let him do both, but with Kimmin, I took, um, regular YouTube off of his, um, tablet because, and I also, um, uh, on his kids' YouTube, I have it monitored to where he can only watch certain things because I noticed that he would click on a video that was supposed to be for PJ Masks, but it would be adults, like, voices behind it and you know weird stuff like you know like not doing anything weird but it'll be like the little figurine toys and then they'll be playing with the toys and but then it's adult voices um talking for the toys and they will like curse and like things like that so once I realized that that stuff was seeping into kids YouTube I was like oh no so I found the little um parental control and I um clicked on all the channels that he's allowed to watch and I do it that way and then at home of course he has regular YouTube on his TV so we just go in there if we hear anything that he should be watching you know we go in there and monitor it that way but it's really hard because a lot of time the thumbnail will be it looks as though it is uh made for kids and it's not yeah. So we just have to make sure that if your kids are using headphones and stuff, you go in and check and, and make sure that they're watching what they're supposed to be watching because a lot of times it is funny, but it's adult comedy. And sometimes they're not even like using real curse words, they're just saying things like you dummy or like stuff like that we, that we still don't want our kids to be saying. Um so or there's certain cartoons and they'll say like shut up or stupid and those are the type of words that we don't want our kids saying especially like to each other so um we kind of just like monitor which shows he can watch um and if they have parental controls on it we put them on <laughs> wait so on you can put parental control on regular youtube not on regular YouTube, but on kids YouTube. And kids YouTube has all of the same shows that kids should be watching. Right. So you can put the parental controls on kids YouTube, but not um not regular YouTube. I tried. <laughs> I didn't know that you could pick on kids YouTube. You could actually pick which channels they can watch. Yeah, yeah. So you can go up to the settings and manage and manage parental controls and you can set it to approved only and you can just go through like just type in like whatever channels they like to watch or um like for Bryson he likes Sesame Street so I go and I he can only watch Sesame Street videos from the official Sesame Street channel oh I like that or like PBS Kids or uh Nick Jr or things like that you can go in and put those specific channels and only they can only watch from there. So if a regular person uploads a video and they put Sesame Street, they can't watch it. See, I didn't even know I could do that. Yeah. Wow. So that's, for me, that's one side of like monitoring. And then the other side is like for myself, like how do I uh, monitor what I post of my kids? Um, 
because I do create content on YouTube and on Instagram. I try to be a little cautious of what I expose. So if I did a back to school video, I made sure that I didn't put my kid's school on there. Um, when I had um, the back to school sign that says like the, you know, what grade they're in, what they like and things like that, the part where it says teacher, I didn't put his teacher name on it because I knew I was going to post that picture. So or if I'm at home, I try to make sure there's no um, street signs or street numbers or things like that, that landmarks that show where I live. I try not to have that in the background. Like when you're creating content, you just have to be a little bit more cautious of like what you choose to put on the internet because you don't know if it's gonna go viral or like the, the smallest things go viral these days. So you never know how many people are actually gonna see that video or that picture. So I try my best to be cautious of um, what's in the background. And like, cause a lot of times people zoom in, like people are weird, you know? So yeah. I just be careful of that. And then also you have to think about the other side of people like um, making fun of your kids or like things that you know, like might trigger you. So I was telling Nicole earlier, like if I have a picture and it's like a booger hanging out my kid's nose, I probably won't post that video because I don't need nobody focusing on the booger. Okay. <laughs> I don't need nobody a reason to go in on my kid. And then here I am going back and forth with somebody on the internet. So it's like um, just learning like what is too much and just trying to like have some type of cap on it. Because um, I feel like now, like especially with everybody creating content, like people are, like I said, people are going viral for the smallest things and then they're kind of just thrown into this world and the kids if they're of age and they can see it it can be detrimental for sure something that happened recently to me is like I did this um video and I did it because I really was excited for my sister my daughter to go back to school she's was going to pre-k and you know I wanted her to be excited about going back to school. So I made that little video of her getting her nails done, right? Yeah. And I was so scared about the video because there's so many creeps out there. She's, you know, she's only four. Yeah. But like I said, my kids are into social media. And so I did it for her because I wanted her to see, like, it was just like a video really for her, you know? Yeah that she could look on this app that she thinks is cool and see like, oh, wow, like you made, you know? Right. And this morning, somebody, uh, some old man posted a heart eye emoji under the video. Uh -uh. And all day, it's been taking everything in me not to cuss him out in the comments. Right. So I kept it there because I said, you know what? I just need a second, but after talks now saying this out loud, I'm going to delete the comment and block him. Yeah. But it was just like, it's something that was supposed to be so innocent about getting your nails done. Mm -hmm. Now I got this grown person putting a heart emoji under, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. And cause I mean, yeah, if he was, if he knew her or something, be like, oh, how cute. But it's like, bro, we don't know you. Like, I don't know you. I don't know what your what's you know what's behind that heart emoji creep. Uh, like it's it's obviously an older man. The page is called like sixty something, mm -hmm. and like I was just 
and I was just like, this is the whole point why I didn't want to post it because I was afraid of creeps like you. In the past week, it started to pick up in traffic because I was thinking, oh, like my page, it's so hard because you never know what's going to pick up traffic, right? Mm -hmm. And it ended up doing better than I wanted it to do. I'm like, I want this to hit the 200, 400 views, call it a day. Right, right. And now it's like, no, we're going <laughs> a couple hundred every day. And I'm like, I'm about to take it down. <laughs> I know it's hard because it's like you want to share certain things, but it's just like where do you draw the line? Um, I just think it's important to make sure that you analyze your video before you post it. Yeah, to make sure there's nothing inappropriate. I've seen on YouTube this girl, she always gets scrutinized on YouTube for things because she's a YouTuber that uploads every day and she kind of oh. um she edits like in the wee hours in the morning and she works a lot so she misses a lot of things in her edits and people get on her like she's missed like she has girls and like they'll be in their underwear or she didn't notice that they're in the background with their legs open or you oh, know, wow. things like that where it's like you got to take your time and analyze the video and make sure your children are not exposed because there's some real, real weirdos out there and people ended up like um uh what do you do Fi like filing like uh child um what is it called why am I drawing the blank like CPS cases on her oh wow yeah like child endangerment for exposing a minor on YouTube oh wow and, and she's like oh my gosh like I missed it like you know but but she didn't take the video down because she wants the money. And it's like, you have to think if you're going to be in this line of work, you know, you have to figure out what's going to be most important. Is it the views or is it your child's safety? Yeah. Uh, you got to take that extra time to overanalyze before you post. Cause once you post it, that's it, you know? And it's when we're talking about allowing our children to be on social media, we are their protectors. So we have to make sure that we're not exposing them in any way that's going to cause them any harm later on in life. So, and that's the whole point. That's like our main job. Like, right. Right. So you don't want to overshare. Like you want to know, like, um, oh, that's another, that's like the next topic we can talk about is talking to your kids about the importance of oversharing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's big with us too, because my son's at that age where he plays with his he plays with his friends mm -hmm. on um like on what's it called on Minecraft and Roblox. He plays with his friends. So we've told him like you can only play on here with people that you actually know or people that we know, like whether it's a friend from school or um our your cousins, like you only play video games with people you actually know like we don't play with any random strangers and if we had to have another conversation with him recently because when he went to my sister's house he came home and he's like oh I got a new friend on this app um I'm playing with a new friend on Minecraft and I'm like hold up we only play with people that we know mm -hmm. and so he started to get a little flustered like oh wait you know am I <laughs> and so I started kind of grilling them like, well, you know, we only play with people we know and this and that. And what's the person's name? And he's starting to fumble, right? Yeah. And he starts to spit it out. No, it's 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 Taylor's friend or my, my niece's friend. Uh -huh. and 
so while we after we figured it all out when he went to my sister's house mm-hmm. my niece's boyfriend was there and the he plays minecraft okay and so we were like mm, this guy is a whole you know 19 years old right. so we gonna let it, we gonna let this slide for like a couple of weeks and then we gonna delete you right right like because uh, i don't even know you i don't know you like that oh man why are you playing with a kid and i think it's just because they're you know really young they were like halfway babysitting my kids and they're like oh i play minecraft oh i play minecraft too like oh you know it i think it was harmless right but at the at the end of the day, they oh, could, so he was playing with the boyfriend, not with the the boyfriend's friend. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, he was playing with my niece's boyfriend. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, it's harmless right now, but at any minute, those two could break up. Like, yeah, I don't know him. Like, I've never even met him. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to like navigate this whole situation, yeah. but he mainly when he goes on there he plays with his cousin mm-hmm. and we only let him do headphones when he plays with his cousin right yeah and and so it's it's a weird thing because they're interested in it and you want them to there's so many kids that do well on social media it's like okay i want to be able to let you explore it but to like what level you know like even mm-hmm. with my kids they ask you know at what age can they start making youtube videos and i told them like i don't know why i keep saying like i'm sorry um i told them they could start if they really really want to like you really want to start youtube like you want to make content of you playing video games or you know this is how i comb my barbie's hair like if you get to if you get to 10 years old you get a double digit you're doing well in school. I will let you start a YouTube. Mm-hmm. But we're obviously going to have rules of what you can and can't do. And I'm going to, um, and what I'm most likely going to do is turn the comments off. Right. Yeah. And I think that's one of the safety measures. Like, it's really important to have those safety measures because you know, we we know it's 2022 and social media is everywhere and we don't want our kids to be completely isolated from it um, and feel, you know, feel isolated at school and everybody, you know, whatever. But we still have to put our own personal boundaries. Yeah. Things our kids know, like what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Like you don't tell people where you live. Like I'm talking about oversharing. Like we don't want to tell people where we live, where we go to school, um, if someone enters a chat that doesn't belong there, come and tell your parent. Like, right. if they seem cool or if they look like they're your age, you still need to come and tell mommy, come tell daddy. Um, you know, having certain time limits on things because after a certain hour, there's people on there on the crowd. So, right. and this could be with anything. Like, if kids want to get on TikTok, like, you have to monitor because TikTok is a never ending hole, just like YouTube, where you click on one video, then you get to the next, you get to the next, you get to the next, and you end up like, how did I get on this side of the world? So, you know, just monitoring how much time they spend on these social media networks, making sure you're in an ear and eye distance when they're 
if they are scrolling or if you're going to allow them to post certain things, making sure you are looking at their drafts, looking at, you know, everything that's going on because kids, they get caught up just like adults do. You know, we can get caught up in social media too and be like, you know, this is so fun. Like, you know, whatever, but people have different intentions. And so it's up to us as parents just to make sure that we have those safety measures in place and that we are not oversharing yeah. family life and our kids and stuff. And then our kids are not oversharing in their circle of um, where they're in the spaces that they're in, because there's all kinds of social media networks that we don't even know about. <laughs> right. And I honestly think too, I will probably, um, I will probably, well, I will watch every video before upload. So like you're 10 and you really want to do this whole YouTube thing. I turn the comments off. You do your gamer video. I'm going to watch every video before upload. And um, you know what? I don't see myself letting my kids get, um, Instagram and TikTok or whatever the next like that type of platform I feel more comfortable with my kid on YouTube than I do on Instagram or TikTok I agree because I feel like with YouTube you know you have to edit it and all this stuff before you upload like there's so many different things you have to do to upload so it's gonna take them a while to learn that so they kind of have to come to you to upload right um but with TikTok, it's literally record, you know, sin. Like, it's super easy. And so, and it's just so much. Like, there's so many kids on there, like, acting crazy. Like, even just watching TikTok, I'm like, no. no. And <laughs> some, something that I see all the time in my Facebook groups for my son's school, mm-hmm. there'll be all these, like, ugliest person of, yeah blah 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 elementary or ugly and pretty people at blah 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 elementary or they'll okay. shorthand it and then the pages won't be up for long and they're always private pages and uh when they're not private they're not up for long and they're making fun of people and stuff like that and I just don't want my kid in middle school um or in even high school like I just I really don't want my kid on Instagram and TikTok even in high school like I know that's probably uh you know what you know what'd be funny is by the time our kids are in middle school and and uh high school if TikTok and Instagram is not even the thing now it's like something else you know but it's gonna be something like greater like a combination of everything but I think for myself my focus would be um how to teach them how to navigate through it like you said earlier teaching them like what's real and what's not real right these likes don't do don't do anything for likes don't do anything for comments for clout to go viral like you know just kind of like teaching them how to maintain who they are their the core of who they are their morals and their values in whatever spaces that they're in because it's inevitable whether we allow them to have a tiktok or not or a instagram or not they're going to get one yeah so, <laughs> they'll <laughs> their friend's phone they'll get one in the library like they'll find a way to get one so i think for myself my focus would be just how to basically just teach them how to navigate through 
these social media networks, how to carry yourself, why. My mom was always very blunt with me on yeah. what would happen if I did certain things. And I feel <laughs> that really helped me yeah. through high school and college because I she told me the real. She told me raw and uncut what would happen if I did certain things. So I went into these spaces aware of what the consequences were. So I was a little bit more cautious of the choices that I made. Did I do everything perfect? No. Did I still try a little, you know, push the envelope a little bit? Yeah, but not too far because I knew what would happen. Right, right exactly. <laughs> Myself, I would adopt that same motto and kind of just go through and show like, this is what happens when you post something on the internet. It never goes away. This is what happens when you say something on the internet. It never goes away. You want me to show you? Okay, this person ended up on TV 10 years later. They went back to their Twitter from 20 years ago, and now they're held accountable for what they said on Twitter 10, 15 years ago, and now they're on TV and everybody knows about it. Do you want that to happen to you? Like, you know, like, <laughs> Just giving them real life scenarios of what can happen when they abuse these social media sites. Also, how other people can manipulate. Right. You know, so just making sure that they are aware of how these things work and preparing them for outcomes. I feel like for me, that would be the best way to kind of like navigate through that as far as like how old I would allow them to like without them going behind my back <laughs> okay um I would say with monitoring I would say maybe like eighth grade like like seven for, grade for, for Instagram for Instagram yeah I would say like eighth grade for Instagram yeah I think that's a if if I had to do it, like you said, teaching them before that of how this all works. And I've kind of already started that with that too. Mm -hmm. Telling them like, oh, you know, these follows and likes, they don't mean anything. They're just things to use on there mm -hmm. to reach more people. But it doesn't it doesn't bring some type of status because of this or that, you know? Right. Um, I'll never forget a friend of mine, her nephew really wanted Instagram really wanted Instagram and she kept finding her nephew's new Instagram accounts because his mom she would find it and a couple months later she would tell her sister like you know your son's got Instagram again or this and that right and I'll never forget the first time we found his Instagram he uploaded a picture of a grilled cheese on a plate uh -huh. and he said my mom messed up on my grilled cheese <laughs> <laughs> that's cute <laughs> and he was like my mom messed up on my grilled cheese and we were just dying like but it's like from his perspective that you know it was like that's what's going on with him. <laughs> yeah that was what was going on with him and I thought to myself okay I don't want to get to a point where my kids go that behind my back where I'm having to constantly catch them and this and that but it's it's an interesting world to navigate to say the least right um so when do we give them a phone though like that that was another part of that is like so when do we give them a phone <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do what my mom did was when I started playing sports mm-hmm 
and say it's a tournament and she couldn't be there the whole day mm -hmm. or like my dad couldn't be there the whole day while I was at sports I would have a phone I would have one of their phones mm -hmm. and I would be able to call them it was just like a phone that I would use when I was you know able to call them or whatnot but with the way the school system everything's so scary I feel like Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say too. Like times are different now. Like they, I feel like they need it, but I, there are phones where you can put parental controls and stuff on it so that they can't download any apps or. Oh uh, really? Uh huh. Yeah, you can put like a parental control on their phone. So I think I will go that route, and um, you know. Ugh, I don't know, even in elementary school, because like even like a little jitterbug or a little flip phone or something, just so that they have two numbers to call or four numbers, your mom, your dad, and your grandparents in case of an emergency or something happens, like just a phone where they can literally call or text, you know? Um, yeah. I feel like I would do that. Um, and even in elementary school, because the way with things are happening now, it's like, you would never know what's going on with your kid if there was a lockdown and something was happening. So I think for those reasons, I probably would give a phone a little earlier than I normally would have. Right. After that, I would probably say like middle school. Um, also with the parental controls on there. And uh, one rule that I know I'm going to follow even in high school is when you go to bed, I'm taking that phone. Oh, Yeah. You will not have access to a computer or a phone all night long. You right time to go to bed. I take your phone and your laptop, and we wake up in the morning. You get it back. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, we're not doing this whole late night. That's when no. That's when the drama goes on, and that's when things happen that are not supposed to happen. So yeah, yeah. I for sure for sure will be implementing that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm kind of thinking the the emergency phone. My son's in second grade, probably like fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Probably like fourth grade have an emergency phone. Yeah, because right now he'll go to school and lose it. <laughs> Every time I pick him up from school, his whole backpack open. He <laughs> today they had to like help him get his backpack together and walk to the car like. Uh, I'm like, why is your backpack open? <laughs> why is it always open? I don't know. Yeah, everything in his hand. He even had his extra clothes in his hand today. I think because he must have dropped it or something. Because he literally the whole contents of his backpack was in his hands. He had his lunch bell, his water bottle, and we keep a set of extra clothes in his backpack too. And he had it all like this coming out. Hey, I'm like, and his backpack <laughs> is wide open. I'm like, what's happening? Pull yourself together. She was like, Did you get in a bar fight? What is happening? He's like, what is going on? <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. But I do feel like because they've been exposed so young, mm -hmm. they definitely have a will have a better understanding of it than like when we were kids. I feel like I got a my emergency phone started in my emergency phone started in middle school. Mm -hmm. And so like 14. For sure, 13, 14, 12, something like that. The first one I got was in the ninth grade. Yeah. And for shoes back then, 
There was no internet and all this stuff. We had T9 texting. <laughs> and we didn't have all those issues because it was like, you couldn't even text unlimited. Once you could text, you couldn't text unlimited until after nine or something. Right. The text after nine. And then I think when it started getting messy with the phones was when the chirp phones came out. Yeah. Because anybody could chirp you, you could dial in a, a random number and I always would get random people just chirping me out of nowhere. Right, right. It would be like random guys, like, and then with the, the phones that we had, if it was on a certain mode, you could just start talking. So I remember, I'll never forget, I was in um in a pre-cal and it was like after school tutoring or something. And I had my phone sitting on the desk and some guy just started talking out loud on the phone. Like, Hey, what you doing? I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> it was like, what you doing? It's <laughs> like, who is this? Oh my God. It was like back then we had the stuff like that, but now it's like, people can sign in your DMs. They could, you know, whatever. So yeah, we, we were at the very beginning of social media, like mm. phones getting access to the internet and AIM. Oh my gosh, AIM. So yeah, we've been through it all. We've been through it. And so I do feel like we're better equipped to navigate it because I feel like the generation before us, they didn't know what they didn't know what to do. Yeah. But I think we're a better like the millennials, I think we're better suited to get everything under control. And I know Generation Z or whatever, right? they're going to be all right. <laughs> but I think just preparing your kids in general for everything. Also, with cyberbullying, it's huge now. Uh, it's been huge for a while. Um, so it just goes back to preparing your kids for, for what the internet is and how bottomless of a pit it is and you know did you see the garcelle thing where with her son so i didn't i don't know exactly what ha i heard about it briefly but tell me because i don't know exactly what happened so it was her, her son's first day of school and he wrote this letter basically that he put in his stories and said you know today was supposed to be an exciting first day of school for me but basically he's getting attacked and spammed with all these racist comments under all these racist comments under his photos. And he was just like, I'm just a kid. I'm, I think he's like 14. He's like, I'm just a kid. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm not on that show. I'm not an adult. Like just leave me alone. Basically he was getting bullied oh my God. and come to find out, um, the, the company said there was a company that was doing all the text and they came out and said, yeah, we were, they said we were, they were paid by Lisa Rana to basically do all these commenting under the kids, allegedly under the kids account, but he was getting all these, these just racist comments. So the company turned off the comments and they said, you know, we they're supposed to say they were supposed to kind of bully him but not be racist so they're like our third party company must be you know uh we didn't expect them to do that they weren't supposed to be racist they're supposed to just be bullying but, but it's okay with being a company bullying <laughs> like what happened yeah. okay what so, kind of you're doing and lisa Rinna? yeah that's what that was the weird part and i don't know if she's responded or not but 
it was just heartbreaking. Like he was literally like, I'm just a kid. I think he just started I high school. Got cussed out on the show by yeah. one of the other cast members. Like she was completely out of line. And yeah, I mean, it's sad when you are when you do something as a parent, your kids are going to be a part of the aftermath, especially on reality television. All, a lot of those kids have been through a lot of things, um, especially on, even on, Bever- is it Beverly Hills alone? Or Orange County. Yeah, that Orange County where the other kids were um, going through a lot, but. But even Candy, her daughter, Riley, just the other day, people were in her comments saying, oh my goodness, is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? And she had to respond and say, you guys, I'm not pregnant and she you could just tell that she was just like leave me alone you know frustrating for her because she her weight yo-yos and right now she looks great right now but uh i don't know where that was coming from but she's she has suffered a lot too a lot of those kids why you think um kim zosiak's kids did that today face why they just went completely off the handle they went straight kardashian over there worse yeah they they went off the hinges but even when you look at um i was watching this youtuber and her name is kim kimberly foster and she was breaking down how uh kylie and kendall have grown up within a family that their number one priority is aesthetics aesthetics is the number one priority and they figured out that they make money by being aesthetically beautiful or whatnot and um she was going down all the pictures of kylie getting older and obviously people as they grow they evolve and they change but when you look at her age and you look at her face and you look at everything you're just like whoa it's i mean I don't think she's ever, she's come out with a little bit of stuff that she's done, but to me, it's like, it looks obvious to me yeah. that she's may have got work done or this or that. And she was just saying how crazy it must be when you grow up and you have to decide when the, when the family is like, okay, it's all about aesthetics. Like when Kim told Courtney, you're boring or you look boring and just the transformation of, of, like even Chloe of how she's just like her face and her hair and her body has evolved and all to just be aesthetically pleasing for social media and because that's how they were raised like look who's their biggest pusher like you know it's like you follow your sister's footsteps Kim is the blueprint you guys all follow in mind because you need her or better that's the standard and I think it just goes to show how you look at other kids. Um, like I look at Reginae Carter. She is the complete opposite. Right. She was raised on television. Like her mom has been on several shows. Her dad, you know, she's been on TV a, a, a large majority of her life. And, um, but she marches to the beat of her own drum because her parents instilling her, like you are, you know, you are the standard. Like, you're beautiful just the way you are. You don't have to take no mess from nobody. You know, they've always been, like we've seen on the shows that they've been on, they've always been very affirming to her. And um, it just comes across in her personality. Like, you can't tell her nothing about her. Right, right. You know, and she, she's very, like, she likes to go out natural. I think she had her boots done. 
But um, she also, you know, she was bullied for her way. So she worked out a lot and things like that. But she went the workout route, you know. So I think it's all about, and her family promotes health and fitness. So I think it's just all about what you instill in your kids, how you raise them, what you teach them is important. And um, and just affirming them and letting them know, regardless of what anybody else says, because that's the way Regine talks. I don't care what y'all say about me. I know who I am. Why? Because her parents and her family have instilled that into her they didn't tell her that she had to change who she who she was because it's not aesthetically pleasing you know exactly. so it makes a difference in how we you know navigate and how we help our kids through social media and not just trying to remove it from them or protect them from it but uh, teaching them how to navigate through it because it's inevitable they're going to see it like I work with teens at my church and they be on each other's phones all the time. So even if somebody don't got a phone. Oh, like, that's true. Oh, I forgot about that. We're going to be on Fred's phones. Like I've seen kids share phones before. Like, oh, you want punishment? Here, girl, can you call your boyfriend on mine? Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, Jesus. I'm ready for that. Yeah, they can go to the library and use the computer and create an Instagram. Like I remember when um, I first got MySpace, my friend in um high school she made it for me when i got black planet my friend made it for me like i didn't make none of my stuff <laughs> like you know oh, like, even back then and we didn't even have like laptops and like access on, on our phones and stuff like that so nowadays it's so easy to do anything so we just have to make sure that we are involved that we're constantly talking to our kids and you know just trying to stay trying to stay in the loop i feel like yeah. it's the best thing that we can do and give our opinion before they go out and form their own oh yeah that's a good one to give give our opinion before they grow out and get their own yeah yeah because we know we still young okay <laughs> so I like to stay in the loop that's why I like working with teens because I like to be in the know I like to know what's going on and um just kind of be there for them to help them because you know you don't always want to go to your parents and right having community is important too having them involved in some things to where they can have other adults that that you trust that they can feel comfortable going to as well because they're not going to always tell you everything so right now we have little ones and we can kind of protect them to the best of our ability but as they go older things change things get different so if we just continue to work with them now in these younger ages of four five six seven eight um just telling them in their in their language and you know according to what they can understand how to navigate through social media and um and things like that and how to be safe um i think it'll help and we can just continue to build on that amen i agree yep so thank you guys so much for listening and can't wait till i know we're recording next week but till next time oh yeah it's a holiday next week you guys so we'll see you'll know if we don't know you'll know <laughs> and we've been we've actually been like on the podcast i feel very consistent so kudos to us okay watch on social media but listen the goal listen. is to get everybody here on the podcast so tell a friend 
Um, share if you listen to an episode that you feel like it helps someone or if you guys are having a conversation you feel like it's relevant share with your friends your family share it on social media for us so we don't have to um, <laughs> <laughs> follow us at somebody's mama pod on instagram and also um, on spotify and po- uh, apple podcast at somebody's mama podcast make sure you leave us a five-star rating review and we thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Till next time. Bye-bye.